Project Tariyah, day 97. Having now, Baruch Hashem, concluded the count of the Tariyah Mitzvahs according to the Chinuch and the Rambam, we saw a number of times that the Ramban disagrees with the Rambam's count, and therefore a number of things that the Rambam calls Mitzvahs, the Ramban does not include in the count of the Mitzvahs. And therefore, in order to make up the number of the Tariyag Mitzvahs, the Ramban needs to add 14, as you will see, Mitzvahs to say, and the number of Mitzvahs later I say as well. So, 17 Mitzvahs to say, and the number of Mitzvahs later I say as well. So, we'll see today the Ramban's petitions, what he calls Mitzvahs to say. Obviously, it's not an argument whether these things are or not. The question just is if they included in other in previous instructions of the mitzvahs or not, and therefore they counted separately. Okay, so let's start the list of the Ramban's mitzvahs say. If one wants to find them inside, at the end of the Sefer HaMitzvahs of the Rambam, on which the Ramban comments, at the end he writes his idea of which mitzvahs should have been included, and in his opinion, the Rambam emitted. Okay, so the first mitzvah, mitzvah Rishayna, Shnitz Lavina, Lechul Maishishani, Ubechoris Bishalayim. We are mitzvah to eat the Maishishani in Yerushalayim. In other words, everyone agrees there's a mitzvah to bring Maishishani to Yerushalayim. But the Rambam adds a second mitzvah that is a chiv to eat it there. The Pasuk says, You must eat in front of Hashem, the master of your grain, your oil, and your wine, which is referring to Master Shani. And he says that there's a, a big purpose of this mitzvah because, like the Pasuk itself says, that eating the Master Shani Shalim will bring a person to your Hashem. Like it says, Lema Tilmad, the year is Hashem and Akecha Korayomim. There is an opinion of the Bahag who incorporates this in the midst of eating Kachim in Yerushalayim, and he says, Ma'at Shani also falls into that category, and the Ramban disagrees, the Ramban holds that each one should be counted as a mitzvah on its own. As we know, the Shittah Saramban is that two different activities, or two different objects, even if they included in one pasuk, are counted as two separate mitzvahs. The second mitzvah the Ramban adds is mitzvah shniyash mitzvah vino lechol truma kashi tohira. The person is to eat truma tohira, and if a person was not tar, the truma is not tar. So besides the lav shabai, he's also even the sasei because he didn't eat it when he was tar. His source for this is the pasuk which is bisharecho tichleno atome v'atar yachtov. Which means that with something which is not truma, we call psalam akdashim, korbanos which can no longer be brought in mizbech, that can be eaten together tamei and tar. If not, we learn that something which is kadosh cannot be eaten tar and tamei together; has to be eaten only b'tara. The Gemara says on this: if a person eats mice, he'll be kodesh. When he's tamei, he'll get malchus. And even though it doesn't apply to truma. 
Because we learn in terms of Mitzvah Sasset, he's Betara, which we learn from this Pasuk. The third Mitzvah that I'm going to add, regarding Shmita, the Pasuk says, That when the fruit of the Shmita is meant to be eaten, and from that Chazal learn, it has to be eaten and not used for business, to store. And then Rabban understood this is a Mitzvah Sasset. That a person would get a say to eat the Paris, the fruit of Shemitah. And if a person would use it for other purposes, not eating, so he's been over on this Mitzvah Sasei. Mitzvah Revis, according to the Ramban, is the Mitzvah to conquer and inhabit Israel. He learns from the Pasuk, Vayrash to Mitzvah Aretz, Vayishav Timba, Kodachem Nesat Yisaretz 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 You must strive out the inhabitants of the land and settle there, because Hashem gave it to you. You should give it then as a nachal, as inheritance to your children after you. The Ramban proves that this is an instruction, the mitzvah, and not just a promise or being foretold of the future, because the past a number of times in the Torah, Alei Reish, go and conquer it, Kashadiba Hashem Kechadach, like Hashem told you, don't be afraid and fear. And then afterwards, when they didn't do that, it says, Hashem Moshe castigates them and he says, you didn't want to go up and you rebelled against the instruction of Hashem so we see this was an instruction to go and inherit Israel and when Israel at the time of the spies didn't want to do it it was considered a defection it was considered rebelling against what Hashem wanted them to do the Ramban explains that this mitzvah is not to be confused with the mitzvah of destroying the seven nations who inhabited Eretz Israel because that was the case if those nations would leave on their own or we would conquer them with the mitzvah is no longer relevant. Whereas here, even if a nation like the Girgashi who left, there would be an instruction as to inhabit the areas that they had previously vacated and to settle there. And suddenly, even after destroying the seven nations, this mitzvah would force us to remain inhabitants of Israel and not decide to relocate to Chutzlaretz. The Ramban adds to this, and he says that we see many times in the Gemara, it talks about the importance of living in Eretz Yisrael, until it says that if a person goes to live in Chutzlaret, he should be considered like somebody who is worshipping idols. It's all based in this mitzvah. And if that's the case, it wasn't only a mitzvah for the generation who were commanded to conquer Eretz Yisrael, Says the Ramban, this remains a mitzvah of Darius, which means even today a person could be Mekai in this mitzvah by settling in Eretz Israel. And the Ramban concludes with the story of a number of Tanoim who had to leave Eretz Israel, and when they turned in a glass glance of farewell, they started to cry and they said that the place about which the Pasuk says, Be a Shafta boy, you have to inherit it and live there. And you must guard all the Torah. So by the juxtaposition of these two things, Amr they said, Yeshiva says Israel Shkura Kanayat Kala Mitzvah Shabbatayr. Living as Israel is comparable to the other mitzvahs of the Torah. The fifth mitzvah which the Ramban adds is that when we're conquering a city in war, we have to leave them an avenue of refuge, of escape. We shouldn't entirely seal in the city in a complete siege. The Makar for this, the basis in the Torah, 
Минаем на пасе, где цель звонит спал медиан, когда цель вообще мы смотрим, что when they went to find median, there is instruction. So that the Sifri says they surrounded from three sides and they left the fourth direction open for people to run. And the Rambanya also learns this isn't a instruction for specific for that battle, that conquest. This is a halacha which applies to every Jewish war thereafter. The sixth mitzvah which the Ramban adds, and that is if we conquering a city or laying siege to a city, so one's allowed to eat from the trees which are in the environs of the city and we're not allowed to cut down the trees for nothing which we saw already in the Rambam is the Isra of Baal Tashchis but Ramban learns is also Mitzvah to eat from trees and therefore a person can become that by eating the fruit of the trees and a person is battle that by destroying the trees for success you should eat from the tree and not cut it down. And his rai is from the Sifri, which says, Ki yimeno toichal is a mitzvah saseh, v'oyser lo yitichra is a mitzvah lo yitaseh. And the source shoyish of the mitzvah, just like a person is meant to show compassion for Hashem's creatures in the city by not destroying them, giving them an avenue of escape, it applies also to the trees which Hashem created, which shouldn't destroy Hashem's creations for nothing. And able to use them once and now too because that's not wasteful, that's not destructive. The seventh mitzvah which the Ramban adds is to remember verbally and to think about Roshem to Miriam when she spoke Lachan Hara about Moshe Rabbeinu and as a result she got to rise. And even though her intentions were for Moshe's benefit and was his sister who loved him and she was the cause that he was saved when he was thrown into the Nile as a baby. Nevertheless, when she spoke to Lashon Hara about him, she was punished. And the Bukharif, as the Pasuk says, Zohar Sesha Osa Hashem Elokech Miriam. You are instructed to remember what Hashem did to Miriam when she spoke to Lashon Hara and therefore she got to us. Because this is a deterrent for the rest of Israel not to speak Lashon Hara. Right. The Sifra learns in this Pasuk, it's not enough just to think about it. And therefore the mitzvah of Zohar is a person has to mention with their mouths. Just like we saw by remembering a Amalek, that the mitzvah of Zohar requires verbalizing uh, the reminder of what Amalek did to us. The Ramban found another mitzvah similar to this, and that is also a mitzvah to remember. And that is Zohar Remember how much you angered Hashem in the Midbar? And Ramban just wasn't sure if that instruction was given specifically to that Torah in the Midbar <coughs> were being addressed and being rebuked for, for angering Hashem. Or this becomes a mitzvah for all future generations. And that is, even though we, Kai Yisrael, caused, so to speak, so many... Uh, problems in the Midbar by our complaints and by our disobedience nevertheless HaKadosh Baruch Hu didn't remove his protection or his guidance from us in which case the application of this mitzvah would be to thank Hashem for his chosadim for us even if it wasn't deserved it says the Ramban 
if it was only for that tar, so then we don't count as a mitzvah, mitzvahs which are only applicable to one generation. However, if it's meant for all future generations, then this should also be counted as an extra mitzvah. Mitzvah Shemini is the eighth mitzvah, says Ramban, that we instructed that our heart should be loyal to Hashem. As the Apostle says, Tomim Tiyem Hashem Elekecho. The person has to be completely Tomim, uh, have complete faith and trust in Hashem. And that means we know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the only one who controls what happens to us. And no one else can do anything to us without his decision, without his approval. <coughs> and therefore, looking, and he's the only one who knows the future. And therefore, if we would want to know the future, we have to find a Novia who's honest, who's name and reliable to Hashem, or the Urim Vatumim, and not try and divine the future from stargazers or astrologers or necromancers, any other form of sorcery which claim to be able to foretell the future. Sephora goes further that even if one of these fortune tellers would tell a person about some evil which was going to befall them, and their sh- reaction should be that HaKadosh Baruch is the one in charge, and he decides, and the person is perfect, reliance on Hashem to look after him. And that is, the Targum says, Be completely reliable in your fear of Hashem, and that know that everything is from Him, and cut up boys to the end, everything that happens to a person is kafis karvud avidosah. Based on how much a person is close to serving Hashem, like Hashem promised the Novi, don't fear for the signs of the Goyim, because uh, when Klai Shavu are following Hashem, there's nothing to be afraid of. The Gemara also brings a number of incidents like this, in the words of the Gemara, Ein Mazel de Yisrael, and therefore even if evil is predicted or foretold about a person, <coughs> it's Mason Tovim, and his reliance on Hashem will protect him. Mitzvah cheese, the ninth mitzvah the Rambam adds, and that is when we have to separate trimmer, we must separate it from the best of our crop, or at least from the regular crops, not from the bad on the good. And then it says, mm-hmm. From all the gifts we have to give, we have to separate for Hashem. We call chalbo, it has to be from the chaylef, from the fat, which means from the best part. We have to give from Hashem, the Ramban learns the mitzvah sasei. And the plans, both the truma and the maizah. This is not part of the mitzvah of giving truma, because the person will come that mitzvah with whatever he gave. It's a separate instruction of what one has to give from. Mitzvah series. The tenth mitzvah that all the korbanos that we bring as sacrifices have to be brought from either the cattle, the goats, or the sheep. This is the opinion of Rabbi Yochanan in the Gemara who holds if a person would bring a wild kosher animal as a korban, such as a deer, he's been over in the midst of Sasei because the Torah says a person should only bring domestic animals as korbanos, in which case we learn that the chiyuv to bring a domestic animal as a korban should be counted as a mitzvah sasei. Mitzvah Yudalif, the 11th mitzvah he adds, that we instructed to bring all the korbanos which are as a result of a person's oath or nether to bring a korban, or a person's nether which he chooses to dedicate the korban, 
between the Tamil of the morning and the Tamil of the afternoon, not before and not after. Regarding the starting time for Kabbalah, the Pasuk says, And from that we learn that the Gemara says, In the afternoon, carbon is the last of all the carbonates which can be brought. And the same thing we learned that nothing can be brought before the time of the morning. Because it says, That should be the first thing brought in the morning. Mitzvah Yud Beis. The mitzvah is regarding the Pesach sacrifice. That it has to be eaten at night and not in the day. Even not shechted in the afternoon. And therefore if a person eats it during the day, but he hasn't been yet to his of eating Korban Pesach, but he's also been over on this mitzvah Saseh. We learn from the Pasuk, which says, When it's to eat and eat the Pesach on this night, which means the night and specifically and not the day preceding it. And if a person would eat the meat of the Pesach during the day, he'd be over on this mitzvah Saseh. Mitzvah Yad Gimel, Regarding a murderer, after Bastin have ruled that he's Chayv Mesa, and the girl Adam wants to now, so to speak, take revenge for his dead relative and kill him, the Arach is if Bastin can't allow that to happen. If Bastin decides he's deserving of being killed, then he has to be put to death in Bastin with the message that Bastin Amukhiv to give him. If for whatever reason Basin aren't able to do that, then they can allow the Goyal Adam to kill him in their stead. And that's the Prophet which says, Goyal Adam who The Goyal Adam is allowed, or maybe even instructed, to kill the Ratech when he meets him. And that the Gemara says, it's a mitzvah yet Goyal Adam. That's not just the option for the Goyal Adam. If a person is determined to be high miss, then the Goyal Adam is instructed to kill him. However, when it comes to someone who killed Bishagag and they has to run to the Ir Miklat and the God Adam is given the ability to chase him and kill him before he reaches the Ir Miklat in a case like that it's Makhlagas in the Gemara if the God Adam is instructed to kill him or the God Adam is allowed to kill him it isn't Mkhuyev to do so but when it comes to a murderer on Bamezid which Basin have decided is liable to death just they aren't able to carry out the sentence in that case the Ramban's opinion is that it's a mitzvah in the God Adam to carry out the verdict. Mitzvah Yadalid, and that is not to get Hanah from a clothing which was contaminated with Tsaras. And that's the part of the Tsaras and Emerisi, which means, Tsaras means something of a curse, which means Alta and Neboi. Don't get Hanah from it. And since the Torah writes it in the form of a mitzvah Saseh, then we consider a mitzvah say If a person gets a no from a clothing which has teras, or from a house which has teras. Mitzvah tesvav is the chiyuv to thank Hashem every time we read the learned Torah on the great kindness He did for us by giving us the Torah and giving us the opportunity to earn chayram abba. And that's what you call the chiyuv of birkas Torah. And that the Gemara says that birkas Torah, the brach we make before the entire is min Torah. Which means before I call the name of Hashem, which means I learn his Torah, 
I have to give thanks or praise to Hashem. And the Gemara compares this with Birkas Hamazan after eating, which is also clearly Midoraisa. This isn't part of the mitzvah of learning Torah, says Ramban. This is a separate mitzvah, which is to make a bracha before learning Torah. And the difference, if it's a mitzvah Torah, is if a person is in doubt whether he did it or not, so like all mitzvah Torah, you have to repeat it. The 16th mitzvah is to keep the Gertoshev alive to save him from harm. For example, we see him drowning in the river, or you feel him trapped under a mound of stones, we have to try out to keep him alive to save his life. Or if he's sick, we have to try and make him better. We learn this from the Pasuk, But just like the dinner of Pekoch Nefesh, by a Jew, we instruct him to do everything we can to save his life, the Torah includes the Gertoshev in this category also, as opposed to a non-Gertoshev, which means the Gertoshev is a non-Jew who accepts upon himself, believing in Hashem and the Mitzvah as opposed to a non-Jew who doesn't believe in that, we don't have a mitzvah to save his life. And lastly, mitzvah yudzayin is to return ribis interest which is taken from another Jew, which is Osir. Just like if a person steals, which is Osir, there's a mitzvah to return the stolen property. It says, Same thing when it comes to ribis. The Pasuk says, And that's what Gemara learns, that return to what was taken from him. And even... It can be enforced by Basin, which is Dayanim. If that's the case, this would also be considered a mitzvah assay. These are the 17 mitzvah assay. Adds to the of the mitzvah.